Put the key in the car, turn the ignition, and listen to the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. So how does it feel to be king? I bet you have a lot of ideas about how you might run things, right? You're not real. You're just in my head. My imagination. (laughs) People always think that. (laughs) Sooner or later you will realize and understand nobody gets to the top of anything in this world without me. Nobody. Not even your stupid king, Silas. You're not real. Oh, I am very real. I can prove it. See that chair across the room? I will make it stand on the ceiling. See? It is now on the ceiling. Want to see me make you sit in it? No, please don't. What is it that you want? Why are you here? Are you after my soul? Believe me, I have better things to do with my time. Besides, your soul is already on my list, so I don't need to bother with tricking you into anything. (laughs) Well, well, what is it that you want? I came here to tell you a little secret. While you are regent, you are literally the king in Asylus's absence. So you can do anything you want. I already know this. I've been going overboard. Actually, you haven't done anything you really want to do. Like what? I have parties. You don't want parties. You want flesh. Flesh? Don't play stupid with me, Capone. I can see your heart and can read your mind. You want women. Lots and lots of women. You can have as many as you want. Just clear out the basement of the castle, seal it off to everyone, and turn it into your own harem. My own harem? You think it would be a good idea to turn the basement into a whorehouse? No, it wouldn't be that. It would be a private area for the regent's pleasure. Give it some fancy name and indulge yourself. You've earned it. Asylus has been keeping you from your desires long enough. Besides, no one will know. The war is going to take a long time, and before Silas returns, you can clean it out again and no one would be the wiser. It's what you really want. So do it. I don't know. Prince Jacob is always sniffing around me. If he wasn't all up in my business. Don't worry about him. He can't do anything without his wife directing him anyway. Make friends with Monica. Keep her in your good graces, and Jacob will stay out of your way. She is the key to the prince's obedience. I hadn't thought of that before. The ladies of your pleasure are right, Lord Capone. (laughs) New Kingdom Radio Theater 
Hello, I am Adam Higgins from the Odd Dad Out Podcast, where normal is not my specialty. What does that mean? Well, I just can't do one thing. Every week, I give you a sampling of personal stories, rants, ramblings, or just spending a day to nerd out a bit. Plus, I make fun of some weird news stories, and I tell you about a podcast that I think you should check out because sharing is caring, right? So if any of that sounds up your alley, subscribe to Odd Dad Out at odddadoutpodcast.com. Lord Capone secretly ordered the basement of the castle be remodeled and turned it into living quarters for 21 women of his liking. He began to indulge in orgies, literally right under everyone's feet. While this was taking place, the Alpha Omega visited Lord Vargas and broke the fourth seal, instructing him to ride the pale horse. The Alpha Omega told Vargas, You will ride upon the pale horse and bring death upon a third of the world. Seek out many and kill with the sword, and with famine, and with pestilence, and by the wild beasts of the earth. Lord Vargas was authorized to hand down death sentences to over two billion people. He set out to eradicate all criminals in the underworld, starting with drug cartels, human traffickers, some of whom were sending women to Capone for his private brothel and hard criminals. He recruited numerous into his squads, which he called the henchmen, to carry out executions all over the northern and southern hemispheres. Soon, Vargas began to run out of criminals to execute and had to decide which other groups of people needed to die in order to meet his quota, which he was very far from achieving. Vargas also plundered the wealth of those in the underground criminal organizations. He committed mass executions in the desert and remote areas. In one such encounter, a super-rich electronics tycoon, Javier Salinas, was defiant of Lord Vargas. Their conversation put his mind and heart to the test. Enough. <coughs> Tell me, Senor Salinas, did you know your vice president of operations was also a pedophile? Did you know he was involved in the trafficking of little boys and girls to your rich friends throughout Mexico? <coughs> I swear, I had no idea. Are you sure, Salinas? 
because I might have pictures of you in some very remote areas with little kids running around naked. Do you want me to show them to you? There are no pictures of me like you describe. That never happened. If you have pictures of me like that, they were probably doctored. Because I never... <coughs> That's disgusting. Maybe my compadre here can help you with your memory loss. Orale, drill into the nerve bundle in his right shoulder. Stop! Stop! Okay, okay. I might have been in a place like that, but only one time. I, s I swear I didn't touch any kids. Names, Salinas. I need names. Who were you with? I, d I don't know their names. I can't remember. Orale. I remember was that there was a pair of brothers. They're known as the Marcos Narcos. They said it was only a business trip to listen to their proposals. And what were their proposals? They wanted to smuggle parts of a machine through Mexico. What kind of machine? Maybe military or something else. I don't know. Something else? Tell me everything you know, Salinas, or the last minutes of your life are going to be so painful you're going to beg me to kill you. And I'm going to let you linger for days until the worms start eating you alive. Okay, okay. The Marcos Narcos were trying to move parts of an Aryan machine from Mexico up north. I, I'm not sure, but I think they want to take something to one of the big cities, like Houston or maybe even New Eden. New Eden? Por qué? I swear, I don't know. Vargas, I swear I didn't touch any kids. Those brothers, the Marcos Narcos, they're in the... They're sick. Something is wrong with them. Where can I find them, the Marcos Narcos? I don't know. I swear I don't. I swear... I, I don't... I swear I don't know. America's Evening News with Tom Novak. Good evening, America. Some disturbing news to report tonight. Mexican tycoon Javier Salinas was found murdered at one of his several homes near Mexico City in Lomas de Chapultepec. The details are unclear but a statement from the office of Lord Alberto Vargas revealed Salinas was involved, and I quote, in a love triangle that went terribly wrong, end quote. Our network has reached out to the Salinas family and the office of Lord Vargas for clarification on whether the love triangle involved anyone related to the deceased, but so far, both have declined to comment. Well, Details about Salinas' murder are not being released at this time, but a spokesperson for Salinas' wife has said, and I quote, the Salinas family is devastated and asks for privacy at this time, end quote. Javier Salinas' eldest son, Javier Salinas Jr., 
is said to be taking over all the business dealings of Selena's Electronics Worldwide Enterprises. As you can imagine, news of the death of one of the richest men on earth has sent shockwaves throughout the business world, and the mystery surrounding his death has sparked many conspiracy theories as to who was involved in this apparent love triangle. We'll keep an eye on this blockbuster story as details emerge in the coming days. In other news, an apparent suicide bomber detonated a crudely made bomb in a New York City subway train last evening as commuters were heading home just after rush hour. This is the third suicide bomber in the last month, dotting cities all across the kingdom. You drank at the Lord Vargas and his henchmen, which were affectionately known as the Beasts of the Earth, became more ruthless and sadistic than any death squads in human history. As the Pale Horseman, Lord Vargas was the most merciless of all the lords on the High Council. With control of every police agency in the Americas and power over media outlets, Vargas became one of the most powerful men on the planet under King Asylas. 
The king only asked Vargas to report the most important matters to him directly and allowed him to do whatever he deemed necessary to carry out his duties as the pale horseman. Vargas set his sights on finding the brothers known as the Marcos Narcos. But they proved to be very elusive. What he learned at the beginning was the Marcos Narcos trafficked everything from drugs to children to women through an underground network that was so secretive. The only way anyone could ever barter deals with them was to become a member of their bizarre cult known as the Deceivers of Christ. The DOC, as they would later be called, often forced women into prostitution. And before anyone could do business with them, they had to sleep with six prostitutes. Vargas sent one of his henchmen, a man named Francisco Moscoso, to infiltrate the cult, posing as a prospective businessman. But he would soon learn the DOC were sadists of a very different sort. to talk to El Perro, Pedro. He said he has the product I am looking to move. Simon, I know. And Pedro says he wants to talk business with you just as soon as you go for our initiation. <laughs> I was told you wanted to do business with the DOC and for that you have to become one of us. And you said you wanted to be part of the DOC, no? Simon, I want to be in the DOC. Jiro, get them ready. Oh man, he's ready to join our little club. What do you want me to do? <laughs> First, you have to take all your clothes off. <laughs> Orally. My clothes? Orally, your clothes, princess. Your room is waiting. We think you'll find the experience very... Uh, <laughs> you see. What's this? These are the fine girls and guys of the DOC. They're like our slaves. They do whatever we want. And what we want is for them to give you pleasure like you've never felt before. <laughs> So I'm going to watch three girls get it on with three guys? That's your idea of pleasure? No, stupid. You're going to get in a bed of all six of them, and we're going to watch. <laughs> get in bed with six people? What kind of sick... Hey, it looks like our new friend here isn't serious about doing business with her after all, eh? That's too bad if you don't, essay. If you don't, we can't let you leave here. Understand? It's cool. I want to do business with you. So don't worry. I'm just not into guys is all. Well, here's some fresh meat for you. <laughs> what the hell? You see, it's the other way around. 
Yeah, yeah, you won't be doing them. They'll be doing you. <laughs> yes. Something isn't right. Where are you going? Just going to check something out. I'll, I'll be right back. Where the hell is that music coming from? What the hell is going on in the basement? Party going on in the basement? My ear against the door here. What? What is going on around here? You are not going to believe this, Monica. What? What is it? Something's going on in the basement. I think Lord Capone is having parties again. A party? In the basement? Yes. Something definitely is not right here. Ugh, Jacob. Why are you so obsessed with Lord Capone? I'm not obsessed with him. But he has been acting strange lately, don't you think? I mean, the man is out of control. <laughs> He's not out of control. You are. He's just trying to have a good time, and you're always trying to... Well, go ahead and say it. You're always trying to button do his business. Don't you see? He's enjoying the most power he's ever felt in his life. Probably the only time he ever will. And you think it's wise for him to make a complete ass out of himself? My father would never do the kinds of things he does. <laughs> Are you sure about that? What's that supposed to mean? I mean, your father is not a saint. No, he's not a saint. Not by any stretch, but he doesn't go around getting drunk and groping women. He's decent enough to be discreet. Discreet about what, exactly? Do you know all of the things your father's doing? Well, no, but I have an imagination. Even so, my father has great intentions. Everything he does is for the betterment of the world. How would Capone's drunken escapades make the world a better place? Ugh, what is it with you, Jacob? You are such a wuss sometimes. I love you, but you're like... You're like a blockhead! If your father 
doesn't want to have a good time, then that's his prerogative. But if Capone does, well, that's his prerogative too. I don't see what the big deal is. The big deal is my father's image. It's essential to him. And he has taught me how people perceive you is more important when you are the leader than when you're the follower. But image is also important to the follower, if you think about it. My father is a very smart man. Capone doesn't care about his image because he is neither a leader nor a follower. That isn't true, and you know it. Or your father would not have put Capone in a position of power. I see all his flaws in full display, in all their crazy colors. (laughs) And you really think the king of the world doesn't? Come on. Go to sleep, Jacob. And leave Capone alone. Or I will torment you. You will torment me? How? Climb back into bed and find out. You naughty boy. (laughs) Mm. I am going to make you forget about that big bad wolf lord Capone. Now get in here. (laughs) You can be a big bad wolf too. You've been listening to The Rise of King Asylus, Episode 34, The Beasts of the Earth, starring J.V. Torres as Beals in DOC Man 2, John Doby as Lord Quinton Capone, Jordan Blom as the Alpha Omega, Dan Delgado as Lord Alberto Vargas, Dominic Notaro as Prince Jacob, Layla Benet as Princess Monica, Tom Wilson as Javier Salinas, Skylar Torres as Francisco Moscoso, Dan Lane as DOC Man 1, Don Rudzinski as Newsreader, and narrated by Sergei Brajnikov. This episode features the song Thou Shall Not Murder by Elvis DePresley. Download the music of Elvis DePresley on Bandcamp.com today. For more information about the cast, the music, or other contributors to this production, please visit us at www.theriseofkingasilus.com 
for a full list on our Season 3 episode page. And now a word from our podcast friends. This is the Outlines Podcast. I'm Jess Carter, and each season I uncover unsolved murders and disappearances in a different county of the United Kingdom. I visit the locations of little-known crimes and collate all the evidence, build up a picture of the victim and the times in which they lived and died. If you want to join me, you can find Outlines on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'll map out all the facts, and together we can try to keep these cold cases alive. This has been a production of the New Kingdom Radio Theatre in Baltimore, Maryland. Copyright 2019. And stay tuned for episode 35. Hello, I'm John Bell of Bells in the Bat Free. It's a comedy podcast. Fridays and every other Sunday. Well, anyway, back in episode five of Bells in the Bat Free, we introduced the cowlets, tiny little cows. Where did all these cats come from? They're not cats, they're cows, and they're heading toward the water cooler. Stop it before... Now you can display your love of these tiny cows with genuine cowlet t-shirts. You know what's really fun to do with these shirts? Get a whole bunch of people to buy them. Then you all gather together and run down the street. People will see these cowlets coming toward them and think it's a stampede. You think that would really work, Brad? Shh, I'm pushing for bulk sales here. You can also get cowlet mugs, clocks, and other items. Just go to thebatfree.com and click on shop. This is a limited time offer. No, it's not. You just do not not understand advertising, do you? Get your merchandise today with the official Cowlet design created by Jeff Music. Buying lots of them would bring music to my ears. Oh, stop. Stop.